Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Life Gives You Hate podcast, uh, episode 43, possibly the worst number uh, of all the double digits, but why? we'll leave that up. To, what do you mean, why? 43 is a terrible number. What's so bad about it? Name one good thing that's 43. Us in like 15 years? Well, one, your math is slightly off, but two, that what's is that better than 42 or 44? I'm saying it's the worst double digit number. 13, that's an unlucky one. Eh, that's based on superstition. I'm not a superstitious man. Uh, and a lot of, has been said about 13. Also, a lot of great athletes are 13. No one, there's no one who represents 43 with any value. I, I, just to be contrary, I'm trying to think of an example, and I can't. There's, there aren't many good numbers at that level. I think 43 is also a prime number, so it doesn't even have numbers that want to be inside of it. And it was President Bush, so... Oh, man. Yeah, you're just you're killing it here. 43, not a great number. 2018 off to a rock and start as Ross dominates the first argument of the year. Uh, uh, well, hopefully 43 will be redeemed in the after this episode. Well, we're going to have to do a great job. Uh, welcome to our year in review episode. I'm Ross Lipschultz. Alongside me is my co-host and hater-in-chief, Jihan Batum. What's going on in Seattle, Jihan? Uh, it's cold as shit. Well, how cold is it there? Uh, it's like in the 30s. Oh, oh, so the fact that this morning it felt like negative 11 here, not, we're not doing that? Oh, oh, hey, I'm, I'm the guy who had frostbite when he lived in Milwaukee, so how about we don't have a pissing contest about how cold it gets? Well, that's kind of on you for not getting dressed better, but... I know, as soon as I said it, I realized that's not really a, that's not a bragging point. Yeah, it's your own bus you're getting thrown under. But also, how have we never talked about that Milwaukee is cream city? Uh, I don't know, just never really came up. Doesn't, it also has a weird nickname, but I had never heard that before. Oh, it's got some good nicknames. It's got Cream City, Brick City, uh, Beer City. That That's it. Just those three. Those are solid. Yeah, not too shabby. Beer City. That's interesting. Just because everyone's fucking drunk there all the time because they make so much beer. Yeah, and they had a few big breweries. Still have Still uh, Miller and some other good regional beers. Okay, cool. All right. Well, uh, welcome to Now That We're Into 2018, Episode 43. We wanted to start the new episode off. Instead of doing our haters of the week, Jihan and I have both nominated a man for hater of the year. Um, So I'm going to let Jihan go first and go with his candidate. And candidate's the right word because as you and our 43,000 fans know, I like to talk politics. And my hater of 2017 is a man who I also hated a lot in 2016, Ted Cruz. He is... A human garbage monster, and I say human with an asterisk because we don't know if he's human or not. Could be a lizard person. Um, he's just one of the most vile, subversive, creepy, manipulative, horrible people in politics, and that is saying something in this day and age. Yeah, I mean Ted Cruz. He's been on our show a number of times for just being a vile human being, uh, and I get it, Absolutely. but. What's the what's what's his biggest offense this year in your opinion? What is what st- makes him stand out above all the shitty people that we've dealt with this year? Well, as you might remember in 2016, I said the only person that's worse than Donald Trump in the Republican primary is Ted Cruz. Mm-hmm. And uh, the worst thing about Ted Cruz is like everything he's done this year politically has just been clearly him gearing up to challenge Donald Trump in 2020 or if for whatever reason Trump wins or is too popular to challenge Ted Cruz is just going to run for president again in 2024. Like, this guy is just so nakedly, creepily ambitious. And uh, he doesn't, like, have a political philosophy, a good reason to want to be the president. He's like Mike Pence in that he uses religion as a crutch to convince people to vote for him. 
and he has no interest in doing anything for anybody other than himself and his donors. He's just the, he represents the worst in American politics. It's, it's amazing that he represents the worst in American politics because all he did was try to run for president and try to be against Donald Trump and all that kind of stuff. And now he's just falling in line and just trying to make things go along. He's just a shitty person and he's become even shittier as the years gone on. Yeah, he's absolutely complicit in pretty much every bad thing Donald Trump's doing. But the, the thing that would make Ted Cruz worse is that he seems more palatable to some people. Um, so he'd be getting away with worse stuff because he would just be drawing less attention to himself doing bad stuff like Trump is. Well, uh, I agree that he is a terrible, terrible human being. But yeah, I mean, when other Republicans in Congress say that their least favorite person in Congress is their fellow Republican Ted Cruz, you know he's a bad guy. Very true. But I will say that while he is a good candidate, very deserving candidate, we've talked about a number of times, I would like to throw out my candidate. I'm he's also sure been a featured hater of the week. He's been a featured hater of the week on here. And a r- article on Fortune.com earlier this year had a story that says four reasons why people hate Martin Shkreli so much. Not many ah. people can get a national news outlet to write an article about them, about why people hate him generally. And that deserves a, a great look into and respect as our hater of the year. Now, you might be saying, well, Ross, did Martin Shkreli raise the pharmaceutical life-saving drug that his, his company um, promoted f- nearly 5,000% in 2017? He didn't. That was in 2015. Ross, did Martin Shkreli hold the Wu-Tang Clan's rare new album hostage when he purchased it? When he purchased it, I believe it's called Once Upon a Time in Shaolin. Uh, no, he didn't, and he, at, as an asshole, tried to leak the music, o- or keep the music away from people, excuse me. But sadly, that was also two years ago. So why is me my hater of year for 2017? First off, he started the year in January uh, getting suspended for Twitter after harassing a nor- notable journalist, Lauren Duca. Uh, he wanted to see if she would be a plus one to his inauguration, and said a bunch of very very creepy messages which i'm not going to repeat because they're they're clearly harassment to um this journalist which he got raked over the coals for uh but then in an even even better version of this he also decided to photoshop pictures of lauren duca onto his twitter page facebook page of him groping her fondling her doing all sorts of inappropriate things with her and for some reason he's it took months for him to get banned from the app. So not only is Twitter fucking up, he's fucking up too. And that's not even to say when we hated on him earlier this year when he was on CNN promoting his, some of his own interests and decided to bring up Harambe again, which while I do love Harambe and he's dearly missed. Rest uh, in peace, Harambe. Exactly. C- comparing the plight of his company and all this kind of stuff to the plight of Harambe getting shot, not super cool. And lastly... A federal judge revoked his bail in September um, for his arrest because he was convicted of defrauding investors. And he, uh, while he was awaiting sentencing, he was harassing women online, including offering his Facebook followers $5,000 to grab a strand of Hillary Clinton's hair during her book tour. Yeah, which also hindered his legal case. So that was actually kind of great. Yeah, he already faced 20 years in prison, and it made it even worse because he asked people to essentially harass Hillary Clinton. And it's soliciting assault, according to the U.S. District Judge. So he got his $5 million bond revoked. So Mm -hmm. this guy is a fucking asshole. He's like if every internet troll had millions of dollars. He's the epitome of all of those people. Exactly. It's as 
the only suited pun suitable punishment would be for him if there was some like SVU type scenario where he got kidnapped by a bunch of people and they're like, oh, we'll ransom him for like. 20 million dollars and then just no one volunteered to pay because they're just like we don't give a shit about this guy and then he just got tortured for years and years and years i'd watch that svu oh yeah obviously it would be a tv episode it'd be fake but i think it would be i think it would be a proper plight for the man who's tortured so many people over the years i mean most notably obviously for raising the price so high in his drug that he possibly you know hurt or killed some people um that depended on it so it's He's been an awful person for years, but he definitely didn't help his case in 2017, and he is my nominee. You know, usually we ask you, the listeners, to let us know on Twitter at, at LifeGivesYouHate, the letter U, and tell us who you think had the better hater of the week. I think in this case, it might just be a tie. These are just two of the worst people in America. Oh, absolutely. I, I actually don't want people to vote, so don't go and tell us your opinion on this. Uh, you can tell us your opinion on this, but... I, I think we these are co-winners. Uh, we'll be sending them an award in the mail, which is actually just a glitter bomb, which apparently you can do where you can just send an envelope of glitter to people. So when they open it, it blows up in their face and they get covered in glitter. Nice. Yeah. So we're going to do that. So uh, keep an eye out for that, uh, Mr. Cruz and Mr. Shkreli. Yeah. In, it just You just reminded me with all the Twitter stuff. Uh, Ted Cruz also had a good 2017 in Twitter uh, because he liked a porn post... Oh, that was and then good. Also tried to get into a fight with Mark Hamill, resulting in Mark Hamill smacking him down on Twitter. And if you get beat by Mark Hamill, who literally just spent years and years on an island training for a movie. Uh, oh wait, no, that was in the movie. Never mind. Um, no, no, that's canon. Oh, that's canon. He's he he's method. That. Yeah, he's a man. What an actor. Oh yeah. Uh, but speaking of failures, I want to move on to uh, another fun story, part of our year in review. There's a list of roughly 13 companies that failed in 2017 that were both launched in 2017 and I believe failed as well, or maybe that's not the case. You No, some of them some of them have been around for a while, but all 13 of these companies collapsed in 2017. A rough year for everybody, but especially these 13 companies. So since uh, we don't, we'll tweet the article, I don't want to go through every single one because some of these are just dumb as shit, but I want you to pick pick your favorite. What's your favorite one on this list? Well, one that was actually uh, it was actually pretty popular for a while, the anonymous social app Yik Yak. Uh, it was pretty big on college campuses and high schools, although it raised a lot of controversy because of cyberbullying and illegal services being offered. But a venture capital firm put $70 million into Yik Yak and uh, it shut down last summer after dropping users and uh, it just ended up selling its assets to another company. Uh, yeah. R.I.P. Yik Yak and your little Yak mascot. Uh, not enough companies using the Yak as a mascot. Let's get that together. But what I want to say is my favorite one on this list is a company called Juicero. Uh, it's a, it was a $700 Wi-Fi connected juice machine that somehow raised $134 million. And, you know, they, it started in 2016. It was going to be a big thing in 2017. Except one person found out that you could just make the juice by squeezing the packets yourself. You didn't even need to buy the juicer which was $700 so people were just buying the packets and not buying the product and lo and behold the company went bankrupt if only Silicon Valley investors knew that you could crush fruit manually it, it's insane how do you not think of that when you're making the product just make the pa packaging a little bit more durable and you're fine you already clearly it, it proved out that people wanted it they just fucked themselves in the butt 
Also, $700 for a juicer, it's a bit much. Like, I'll drop 100 or so for a neutral bullet, but Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's it's way too far. It's a dumb product. I was just saying that they proved out that people were interested in it because you don't get $134 million for pretty much anything except for a political campaign that's corrupt. So That's true. Uh, yeah, so that's that's two of the 13, and we won't get into the other ones except for one more because it, it meant a lot to us. Yeah, I, one of the ones that's listed on here is AOL Instant Messenger, which on December 15th, uh, just a couple weeks ago, they ended its 20-year-old communication service that was peaking in the early 2000s, late 1990s. And man, oh man, I remember using AOL Messenger day and night. I f- loved that thing. That was our shit. That was our texting. That was our Facebook messaging. That was, I mean, that was seriously, I remember the first time I downloaded it, I tried just searching people's regular names because I didn't know you needed a screen name. Mm-hmm. And I remember I sent a message to someone named Alex Corey because we had a friend uh, in, I had a friend in elementary school and middle school whose name is Alex Corey. And it just ran, ended up being some random guy in Virginia who's like, yeah, this is not how this works. That's, so, a, that's a rude awakening. It was a rude awakening for what I imagine was 10-year-old Ross. Yeah. What was your first screen name? Uh, since uh, since I'm a big old nerd, it was uh, a riff on Obi-Wan Kenobi. What was it? Uh, Obi-Wan 411. Got it. Because okay. there were a ton of other Obi-Wans on there already. You know, you do realize it's okay to give it out now because no one can contact you there anymore. Oh, I know. I, just, I haven't used it since like 2004, so I couldn't remember it. What was yours? Mine was Walrus Man 64 because I loved walruses. I still love walruses, the best animal, but we're not going to get into that. Have you seen the movie Tusk? I have not seen the movie Tusk. Oh, man, you should watch the movie Tusk. Anyway, continue. I, I will have to do that. I, anything with walruses, I'm all for. But 64, 64 is my birthday, June 4th. So that was uh, the first screen name for me. I had some terrible ones after that. But um, you oh, know, you rotated, huh? Got it. Yeah, gotta you know, you gotta keep it fresh. Sometimes you can't just keep the same name forever. Uh, you know, b-ball and rap forever will always be immortalized as one of my screen names. So, considering I don't rap and I don't play basketball, thank God AOL Instant Messenger deleted record of that. I think the thing I'll miss the most about it, which uh, hopefully kids are still doing this through Facebook Messenger or whatever, but man, that was like the best way to find out who had a crush on who. Oh, I know. And those away messages, oh man, oh, so good. You get to type just like, getting di- getting dinner with my friends. Hope all y'all bitches check it out later. Like it was just, I mean, I don't think that was actually. It probably was somewhere, but yeah. you know, there was just some great ones. I'm really bad at coming up with away messages, as you can tell. No, that was that was really good. No wonder you're in marketing. Thank you, I appreciate that. But speaking of marketing, we need to rotate to a, a different side of tech, uh, a bit creepier side from uh, Netflix's series Black Mirror. Do you watch Black Mirror, Gian? Uh, I do. I, I don't know if I'd call myself a fan, but I enjoy it. Well, uh, I mean, that's fairly ominous. What, what, do, you, what do you think <laughs> yeah. about the show? It's, it's okay. It's, I think it's really overrated. The episode, I think it was the second episode of the first season, 15 Million Merits. It's uh, starring the guy who later was, yeah, starring the guy who was later the star of the film Get Out one of the better things about 2017. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a great episode. I highly recommend it to anyone who likes sci-fi, dystopian stuff. Uh, the rest of the show ranges from like good to kind of crappy, but it's it's fine. It's it's entertaining, I guess. It's not for everybody, but I more or less enjoy it. Do you all watch I've, it? I have I don't watch it, but all I've heard about is it's kind of like the 
20, I guess, 21st century, 21st century Twilight Zone. Is that yeah, kind of an a, accurate way to look at it? Yeah, it's a little more focused on technology um, because Black Mirror references the screen of your phone or computer when they're off. But other than that, yeah, it's, it's pretty Twilight Zone-y. Oh, that's... Uh, well, then I'm, I probably wouldn't like it because Twilight Zone never really my thing. But anyway, so in Turkey, uh, yeah, Jihan's homeland, Turkey. we don't get to, we don't talk about Turkey enough. We should do a segment that's just like the we, this week in Turkey. Well, um, I don't want my cousins there to get arrested because the government heard us shitting on them. Well, yeah, we're actually not going to shit on uh, Turkey. We're going to shit on Netflix and Ooh. Black Mirror because um, people who were fans of the show and... Um, subscribe to netflix and subscribe to this other site called i don't know how to pronounce this x look uh, i don't uh, whatever may i please <coughs> the turkish pronunciation is exis look even i can't pronounce it that wasn't even better than what i did no it wasn't look okay exisos look got it so if you were a subscriber to both those sites and your email was the same, apparently at like 2 a.m. or something like that, right when Black Mirror came out, the day it came out, they got, you got a, um, you, or, I'm sorry, it was not an email. It was through Turkey's version of Reddit. The, an account called I Am Waldo sent a message to these people saying, we know what you're up to. Watch and see what we will do. Understandably, people had no idea this was coming. And it's a very loose connection to Black Mirror, and people freak the fuck out. Yeah, considering the government's basically a dystopian, authoritarian nightmare at the moment, it's pretty insensitive to send out a viral marketing thing like this. Yeah, it's uh, wild. I I read that somewhere that this was apparently a marketing campaign conducted by Netflix's Turkish um, offices or whatever they're whatever region that they control over there but uh way to not think this through that's that's really creepy i feel like anyone would get that message even if you were a fan it'd still be creepy yeah and the worst part is the the fact that it came from an account i am waldo it references the finale of the first season of black mirror that's probably the worst episode of the show is it really yeah it was super dumb well i apparently uh that episode in case people aren't familiar it's called the waldo movement uh, where a comedian who voices a blue bear named Waldo makes fun of politi- who makes fun of politicians on late night TV shows, and as the bear gets more popular, he gets entered into a real election uh, that leads to ter- quote terrifying global consequences. So even yeah. if you were invoking this, it's still fucking creepy. Yeah, God, it, yeah, just a stupid episode led to a stupid marketing thing, and now hundreds of people in Turkey assume that the government was spying on them. So just a a series of missteps yeah not not well thought 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 through and we're gonna go to something that was a little bit more thought through for our good thing of the good thing of the week um which is we didn't have a good thing of the year gian and i talked about it and we realized that you know we all a lot of our good thing of the year kind of leave these one-off uplifting stories we wanted to keep that going instead of looking back on good things we want to keep the good vibes flowing along right but in honor of the new year this is a story from new year's eve exactly I was going to say we're going to head out to New Zealand for this story, but technically we're heading out to international waters, which Ooh. everyone knows everything is sexier on international waters. Anything goes where international waters flow. Did you just make that up? Yeah. Nice, dude. You should be the marketing campaign for these heroic New Zealanders who 
wanted to get around a local ban on booze in this New Zealand town. It's apparently North Island's Coromandel Peninsula, which is a notorious holiday hotspot. Um, they, there's a ban on booze in the town, so... Which is just ridiculous. Well, I mean, yeah. If you're going to be a hotspot and you're not going to have alcohol, try, try to lose all your money as fast as you possibly can. Yeah, no, um, one's, no one's taking vacations to Saudi Arabia because of this. Exactly. And, and so, also it's Saudi Arabia. But anyway, continue. Right. Not Everything bad here. Um, so what happened was a few people in, in these beach towns of the Coromandel Peninsula um, waited until low tide. They built like a sandbar or some sort of sand island. I don't know if you want. They call it a sand island in the uh, GQ story that I found about this tale. Um, but it's really just like a high, big sand castle that they're all sitting on. Yeah, it looks like maybe nine people could fit on it. Yeah, they brought out a picnic bench, and they started drinking beers and enjoying the fireworks when the tide went out, and technically, being surrounded by water, they were in international waters. Give these people a medal. I mean, I don't know how that works, but I feel like that's kind of a BS way to get out of the law. Uh, yeah, because technically, international waters... It's uh, 12, 12 nautical miles from the coast. So the fact that they waded out into the water means that they were definitely not in international waters. Um, no. Hopefully the government will be a little chill about this. Well, it's funny because the law enforcement authorities didn't really care or be overly concerned um, with like going into the legal extent of uh, maritime law. They just said the local police commander, Inspector John Kelly, when he was told about the island, he goes, if I had known about it, I probably would have joined them. So don't think anyone's getting in trouble over international water drinking. No way. And uh, I'm sure everyone listening now had a pretty fun New Year's. And uh, we'll post the picture of this island just so you can compare your New Year's to theirs because uh, these people look like they're having fun. They do. It looks like a lot of work, but they earned their fun. Exactly. I hope hope it took way too long and was totally not worth it, but it probably was. Um, Yeah. Jihan, any uh, New Year's resolutions, thoughts on the new year now that we're here? No! Wow, that was emphatic. Yeah, I just I don't do New Year's resolutions. Oh. What about you? I mean, now I don't want to say it now. You just, like, shamed me publicly with your, uh, no! Yeah, that's my move. I just shut it down. You, Yeah, you had no interest in that. Wow, uh, I'm a little caught off guard, to be quite honest. <laughs> uh, I don't really know where to go from here. Um, so I'm going to ask you to just tell the people at home what we tell them. We told them all of 2017 to do. Well, I don't believe in resolutions, but if I had to pick one and I had to share it with all of you, it would be to remind you all always this year, last year, and next year, hate, 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 hate. Good night, America.